This is the Salontrepreneur Podcast with Amy and Jeff. We're a husband and wife team that has started and scaled salons in multiple markets, each with its own unique starting point. We launch each business with core strategies and by always staying true to our vision and brand. Tune in for ideas and inspiration on how to achieve wealth in your salon business, relationship, and family. We're your hosts, Amy and Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Going good. Let's talk about why the time is now. Why the time is now. Say it with me. Why the time is now. <laughs> the time is now. We, it's funny because we, we talk about this all the time because we have this conversation every time when the time is now. And yes. it, it has, it's an exciting period of time. And I think now with where we're at in in this business and understanding the pieces and parts that go into it. Now we really know the time is now. Yes. And you know, I, we were talking about it just on the way in here this morning and just kind of looking back at, at the five different salons we've owned, five different markets, five business transformations. Uh, what else? We had five salons that went from zero clients, zero employees to profitable in the first year, wildly profitable in the first year. We've got a pattern to it. And I think the, the, Five salons, I'll say four were businesses that we built. Mm-hmm. And one time we did try the salon suite. Right. You tried it. We tried you know, it. I knew I, I knew it wasn't gonna work. You probably knew you it wasn't know, gonna work too. You you were on board for a minute too. Like we had a like moment. One minute. We had a moment. But again, not not to knock on the suite, but right. there I, I think when you and I talk numbers, I'm a very numbers driven person. Like I've mentioned before. How much per station based on the number of stations? Yes. I like to do the technical analysis on the, you know, on the commercial properties that we're looking at. I like to look at all that stuff, the P and Ls, yeah. whatever. It's, I, it's just I like somewhere. numbers too. Don't get me wrong. You like the, the number dollars. with the dollar signs. Next yes, to it. I like the dollar sign numbers yes. for sure. I like them to go up and up. <laughs> but that that was a big conversation yeah. for us. Is if you're renting a chair or if you're in a salon suite, even if you are the best there ever was, mm-hmm. you probably in less than a year will max out your earning potential. Yes. I think that was always the biggest deterrent for us is we love the opportunity to create, build, grow, scale, whatever you want to call it. There's, there's nothing like it in the world that feels like taking something from a dirt floor to a bustling salon business. There, there's no feeling like it. And I I always see the energy in you when, when that happens. Talk a little bit about you and I guess one, why we will never have a just chill salon again. It's always going to be focused on the, the growth and the, the creation of a new concept. What, how are you wired like that? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I'm not wired to slow play, but also we know too much now. Right. I've done it too many times. Um, even just doing it one time, I wanted to do it again, right? Uh, you just, it's not enough for me. Like, I don't want to be stuck in a small room. And maybe you can have an assistant. Maybe you can have two if you do a double room. Right. Then you're getting real crazy. But I I don't want to cap out. I don't want to ever cap out. I've been in education before, too. So I actually like building the team and um, growing together. So for me, you can see when I get home and we've had a booming day and everything goes well, I'm like, 
That I'm on a high. Is coming up. That's right. Yeah. Let's party. <laughs> no, I'm actually exhausted, but I'm really happy. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love to see the growth. It just makes it everything that we put out there and put into place. Like now, now it's coming full, uh, full throttle here. And so I think like the, the suite was good for a minute and then it just, it lost its luster. I wasn't proud of it anymore. I wasn't mm-hmm. proud to go in my little room and open the door. Right. So that well, that's why sweets just don't work for me. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. So there, yes. there's the cap earning potential. There is just, I know the one that really got you is not having your own sign. So if we're, we're going to do our social media marketing, which is such an important aspect of any business, mm-hmm. it really is a challenge to do that from when it's not your sign, when it says pick your salon suites or something like that, or it's someone else's salon name. When you're wired as a salon entrepreneur, yes. you want that to be your logo. You want that to be about the the idea and the vision that you have. When you're doing it for someone else, yeah, you're you're proud to contribute and and have played that role before, but there's something for someone that wants to build and grow businesses that that sign on the front of your building makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it, it means a lot, but it's also for... Um for your clients, we're always talking about how to navigate this and make sure that you have the best experience for your clients too. Um, when it's not your sign on the door, it's really hard for them to follow you and find you. I mean, you know, you're promoting that your salon, blah, blah, blah. And if they pull up and it says a sweet, um, whatever, whatever kind of sweet situation it is, they're not sure that they're, you're in there or not. And they, you know, yes, some clients are privy to that now. They know that there's suite rentals and and all that, but not everybody is. Right. Uh, actually, I would say the majority are not. Just talking from previous clients and all that kind of stuff. They just, they're not used to it. You know, that's not, when you say you own a salon and you're promoting that you own a salon, they're expecting your, your name to be out on the building. So, and right. when it's not, it makes it really difficult. And that for me was really hard to get used to. Yeah. And again, it's a mindset. Some people mm-hmm. do really well with it. Congrats to them. Maybe yes. they're trying to dial back and they just say, I don't want the the overhead of a salon or of employees or assistants. Fine. This is not the podcast for you. No. This, this no. is the podcast for motivated people that want to create a business, a legacy, an opportunity for themselves that won't get capped after your first couple of years in the industry. You mentioned the the 30% only do hair after, after two years. Yeah. After two years, I think that has a lot to do with it, and and I think I've seen a fundamental shift in a lot of people wanting to be their own boss and mm-hmm. go into a, a salon suite or another situation. I get that. I get the taking the overhead yeah. off, but at the same time, if you really look at long term, what are you trying to create for yourself? What are you trying to create for your family? This is the time now, especially with, with there being maybe a little bit more space open post. You know pandemic kind of stuff. Right. I really think that customers are going to want more in their experience. And we talk about this all the time. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, they, they definitely want more. I mean, cause the prices aren't always different, you know, right. whether you walk into a suite or you walk into a bigger salon. I mean, a lot of times these are seasoned people too. So their, their prices are high, but they, their amenities are not because they can only offer so much because they only have space for so much. Right. Um, so that's a big thing for your client's experience. Um, it just, it's, you know, we, we don't understand people waiting, um, when they want to do this just because 
anytime we've waited, which was not much, but we waited maybe a year at one point or something like that, we should have started sooner. It was always like, why didn't we start sooner? Yes. That's almost everything we've done in life when we finally totally. do it. Some things we've maybe overanalyzed and, and if we just trust our gut and we have a good plan, yeah. we, we execute on it now. Yeah. So I think, you know, we had people looking to, to purchase our, um, some of our salons, right? And they would come in and they're, they're telling me, oh, I've, I've waited two years um, or I've been looking for two years now. And to me, that's waited. But um, I've been looking for two years and I'm thinking, what are, what are you looking for? You right. haven't found what you're looking for in two years. Right. Either you're not looking hard enough or you're just not committed enough to do this. Right. And so they were wasting our time, their time. Again, I knew it wasn't going to be the right fit for them because I certainly yep. didn't want to bring in that person to a, a successful salon. I mean, they they didn't have enough ambition, in my opinion, to just right. pull the trigger and do it. Yeah. So Because you're thinking about the what ifs. Like, oh, what if this? What if that? Like, you can't do that. You just right. can't think. I mean, you have to... Um, key those in and stuff like that a little bit. You have to have a background to go, what would I do on some of these situations? But that's not all we think about. Right. I mean, that's rarely what we think about. Right. Well, and the difference is, this is why we started this consulting business and why we have the events that we have and the coaching that we have, because it, it can be a little daunting to begin with. And even after one, you're like, did I learn everything I could learn? And so we've seen when we get engaged with a salon, we can help salon owners save 20, 30, 40 grand just based on the money that we've spent in a bad way right, in the right. past. I mean, we've had some hard, hard learning experiences on things that have happened. And so we're really trying to empower people to step out. And if you are motivated to do it and you have a plan, you, you really should go after it because you'll be in the same spot as us saying, why did I wait so long to do this? And again, I think a, a, a differentiator might be if you do have a book of business, you're already further along than, we've than ever we been. are. It <laughs> takes us three months to grow that, that totally. clientele here. You may already have guaranteed cash flow that's already covering the expense of wherever it is you are. Right. You know, if you have a plan and you have the support, we're, we're lucky we have each other. We have a team. Yes. But it, it really is something that I think once you understand some of the nuance of it and how to really put a salon strategy together, it becomes a lot less daunting to do it. Yeah. And I mean, everybody can have a team. I mean, you, we are a part, we could be a team for somebody, right? Yeah. So everyone can have a team if they need it. It doesn't mean that you have to have a husband and wife or something like that. You can, you can get a team and I recommend that you do mm -hmm. if, especially if you're nervous, that will take out a lot of the nerves. Right. When somebody is saying, no, this, I'm telling you, this is what you need to do. Um, trust us. We've mm -hmm. done it quite a few times and this is what you don't need to do yet. You know, cause otherwise you might pull the trigger on a bunch of stuff that you didn't need to do yet. You know, wait until you build it up. And we're not always saying that you have to have a ton of cash in the bank cause we've not always been in that situation. Right. Um, so there's ways around it, but you know, if you need the help, get the help, but right. do it already, you know, it, waiting for it. And then years go by and time goes by and then you're like, I wish I would have, well, now I'm comfortable. So now I'm not going to, you'll never, you'll never get to the success that you deserve. Right. Or there's that spot that, you know, your salon should go and you, every Sunday you go look in the <laughs> windows at it and yeah, you're like, yeah. yep, it's perfect. Sure. And then, then it's gone. Then something else goes in there or a, another salon goes in. That's the real heartbreaker. If somebody, you know, goes right, right in had, where you, where had you had dreamed sure. that that would go. They jumped on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I, I think we talked about the financial aspect. I think there's an mm -hmm. opportunity to, th this is how you create wealth 
for yourself. And a lot of people that are just, you are behind the chair only, now there's an opportunity if you move into salon ownership and actually starting a salon where now you can actually work on the business. And maybe over time, the clientele that you've worked so hard to build starts to transition and grow your business so that all of a sudden, I don't want to keep doing hair for the next 10 years. I I want to share the knowledge that I have. And that's one thing we talk about is a lot of people want to get into education. They get excited about it. You did education. We're really successful, traveled all over the world doing Mm -hmm. that. Took me to some awesome places. Thank you for that, by the way. That was really fun. You're welcome. Yeah. But the education that you now bring to your salons and that you were able to take from your experience as a stylist and then now bring that to your team, that's another area that, that really... It's an inexplicable feeling because you can watch the growth, especially as we bring on young stylists and other things like that. That's a really cool part that a lot of people don't think about. Yes, there's a financial aspect, which we do focus quite a bit on. Yes. But the team and culture that we can build in our vision, that's a a super powerful place to be. Yeah. You spend more time with them than you do your family a lot of times, you know, (laughs) at your salon with your team. So make sure that it's the right fit, but also just building their skills up from all this experience that you might have. Um, is, is powerful and it feels really good. I, you know, I was in education, but now the education that I prefer doing is building my team up, building Mm -hmm. my business, um, putting it back into the business is, is way more important to me. I mean, education was fun and I, I got a lot of knowledge from it. So, and met a bunch of amazing people, but I'm happy now that I can give that to someone else. The thing, the learnings that I have. Right. Yeah. And reap the rewards of the successful salon and they reap the rewards too, right? Then they, they get more clients and they get more confident, um, from that knowledge too. So it, it all goes full circle, which is fun. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I like the, I like the, the growth and education. And again, I think the third piece besides the financial, the growing a team, the, the creating a culture is, is still back to just creating something in your image, uh, being, being able to, take our learnings and each time build the salon of your dreams. It really is mm-hmm. another thing to be able to, yeah, you can create the suite of your dreams. We did that, yes. but it, it's, it, it only provides so much. And so now right. to have that signage, the upside, the culture, the confidence, it's, it's just a different, it's a different deal for, for every time we've gone through this, this, uh, this type of engagement. What do you think when you start looking at now actually building out a vision? In this case, we took a shell and, mm-hmm. and did that. What is that mindset for you? And, and why is that such a difference from when we did do it for the suite or when we, you know, you were working for someone else for a very short period of time? I mean, yeah. what, what goes on there? I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm excited. You know, I'm always so excited to have my, my salon again, my business, my vision come true. And, you know, all, all the work that we put in. Now it's not all highs, right? There's, there's time. I'm not going to just be like, oh my gosh, I just love every aspect. No, there's some things that go wrong or, um, some things that they, they, you know, the builder can't do, or you're not allowed to do. So that's kind of a bummer, but it's short lived. I mean, and then we have grown our businesses really fast, but even there's times, you know, I mean, weeks, like a couple of weeks go by and slow. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, he'll hear me whine. And that is so short. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it is nothing, especially for us at this point. But, you know, so you'll have some moments like that, but just know they're moments. You know, it picks up so fast and so quick when you know what you're doing and you follow a plan. Right. And we have a really good plan at this point. So it's just been cake. 
Right. Well, so and easy. your your complaints that it's a slow week is yeah. you're not double booked nonstop for every hour that you're there. Yes. And it's not even a slow week. I don't even think of, I mean, I haven't had a slow week here yet. Right. It's like a slow day. And again, that's like just because you're not day. double booked. <laughs> like you need to chill. You took half the day off. What did you right. expect? I'm like, what? Well, I wanted Why? three people during that half day I was there. I didn't 10 people book today. I don't get it. <laughs> right. So, but no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, there there are definitely yeah, you don't obstacles to, to overcome, right. but I... I even though sometimes it's not maybe fun, so to speak, it's still problem solving. And it's still just, if, if you're, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? If you kind of get caught in just the same thing day after day, I go do my clients. Oh, it's so boring. I go home, I go do my clients and I go home. Yes. Besides looking at, hey, the the checking account probably looks pretty good. There's a lot of people successful that, that aren't starting businesses, but overcoming those problems, helping people, creating things in your vision, that stuff doesn't really factor in too much. I mean, no. it really doesn't. And compared to just a monotonous life or lifestyle with what you're doing, this is a much more exciting and energizing place to be because you can create every day. Yeah, some days yes. the thing you're creating is a, a solution to a problem, mm-hmm. but that's a lot more exciting than just being right. stuck in a rut with whatever right. your career path is. And we, we all face that no matter what the career doesn't is. doesn't matter. Here, yeah. it keeps something that you can right. always have an impact on. And honestly, if you wanted to re-rack your whole salon, it's yours. So now we're going to move everything to the back. You know, you don't have to ask anybody about anything. It is, right. it is your business. And you have space to do it in. Yeah. You know, and I used to have seasoned stylists that had, um, they, they would be doing the same thing every day. You know, they're like, why don't I get the new clients with the balayages and all this? Because they're stacked with retouches and haircuts. And of course you don't want to get rid of those clients. They're good people. They're good clients. You have a relationship at this point. If you have a team that is your team and you have a bigger space, now you might be able to hand them off because they're still with you. They're still a part of your salon. So they're proud to be there. Um, and you don't have to feel as bad, but maybe you can take and up your game and do some balayage, do some extensions, do whatever uh, services that you were missing, you know, if you have if you have a team that can support your existing clients. Yep. So then now everybody wins. Right. Well, I think we've seen that clients will be cheerleaders. They like to see you succeed. Yes. They like to see people that that take this kind of risk, but actually are successful with it. And what we really try to do is mitigate that risk, remove the risk, understand what all the pieces and parts Mm -hmm. are that you need to think about, and then assess if this is the right opportunity for you, for your family, for your future, all of that stuff. But I I really do think people like people that go win and make it happen. Like take, do that thing that they're passionate about. Cause a lot of people don't, a lot of people never actually make the move and, and take those kind of chances. And those that do usually end up in a much better spot in a much happier place. Yeah. And if they don't want you to win, then honestly, you shouldn't want them as a client. Right. I mean, they're just, you know, they're maybe stuck in a rut or something, but you can't have that energy around you um, when you're trying to grow and and change and do things. And you should evolve, right? Like we shouldn't all stay in the same situation our whole lives without doing anything different. I mean, we, we all are growing and learning at the same time. And so we should show that like in your career as well, you yeah. know? So if you want to own a salon, you know, now is probably a good time, especially if you've, if you've thought about it multiple times, right? Like act on it, do something to propel it. I mean, listen to our podcast, take, <laughs> you know, get, get a mentor, get something that makes you more confident if there's something holding you back. Right. But there's definitely a way to do it and to do it well. 
And right. so you're not in limbo for years or a year or two. And you're like, well, I'm not going to make any money. No, that, that shouldn't be the case. And that shouldn't be why you do it. Right. Because we wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Well, and again, uh, we talk about this every day. I, I really think there is kind of a, a renaissance for salons here. And it's going to be great for clientele too, because I think more people are going to say, I can start a business. Mm-hmm. I can specialize and I, I can create something. And so that's going to make services improve. That's going to make the customer experience improve because you're going to have more empowered stylists that are now creating these great businesses. And again, you don't have to have the 20 stylist salon to be no. successful. You but can you have, can. you can, you, you if don't. that's what you want to do, you can. go yeah. for it, you know, and everybody's in a little bit different spot in their life. But I really do think there's a, a huge opportunity right now where instead of everybody transitioning into, you know, a small space, there's an opportunity now to bring some life and some energy back to this art that you guys do. I mean, people yeah. care about, especially being, you know, shut out of salons for a couple of years. Now, more than ever, people are trying to get themselves right. back together and, I mean, in the first couple of weeks here, I've one, two times I was here working on stuff. I heard clients crying because they were so excited about the hair that you did or adding a little bit of extension. I mean, it was transformative for them. And it's been that way for the decade that we built salons. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the stories that you tell me, it, it is an art, it is a skill. And I feel like it's, it's not being given the light that it deserves. And I think having more salon owners would definitely help Right. Bring it back to the place that I believe it should be. No, I, I think so too. You know, like you said, it's an art. It's fun. Doing hair is fun. If you like to do it, you know, yeah. obviously if you're in this industry, you should like to do it. But I recommend liking what you do. Yeah. yeah. Like like doing hair. Otherwise, maybe not the <laughs> career for you. Maybe own a salon then and have a bunch of people that do yeah, like to do it. Yeah, and you can do that salon. too. You can just do exactly what you want to do. You can work one day a week. I mean, those are the things that you can do. That's, that's why... That's part of why we do it. I mean, I'm, I'm working more than one day a week, but I want to, right? you know, and I'll build my team around that too. And they'll, you know, I, we're all, a lot of us go into this career because we like the flexibility, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and at the beginning, a lot of times you don't get flexibility. You're trying to uh, build your clientele and do all that kind of stuff. So, but if you can help your team have that flexibility, they'll, they'll stay with you in the long run too. Right. And everybody's happy then. Until they listen to this podcast. Until then they're like, I'm going to go start my own <laughs> like, salon. I need to do this. Darn it, it backfired. <laughs> no, we want that. And we're, we're not scared of that. And that's why when I hire, I just want to know, what do you want? What is the long term? And, you know, I, they should get what they want. I've gotten what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it, it, and it's no, it's nothing. Nobody should take it personal, right? Like, right. I'm not going to take it personal if I build up a stylist and they end up wanting their own salon. Hopefully I can help them. Right. Hopefully they'll come to me and feel safe. Like it's a safe zone that I can, then I can go and help them do that too. So right. well, I'm at a honestly, different level now. If your business is reliant on one stylist and yeah, her book of trouble. business, you're in trouble anyway. So we've never, right. again, we want more people to aspire to do that. And if we can help create that space that finally gets people over the hump, like we've gotten each other over right. the hump in, in a variety of different businesses now is the time. I really do think now is the time. There, there's a lot of great spaces available. Yeah. Start doing the research. Start getting excited. It. If you want it. Now, being a stylist at a salon, is that's there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know? But if you want it, then you should go get it. Yeah. You can have it, is, is kind of what we're saying. Yeah. Why not? Cool. I don't cool. think we can say it any other way. I don't either. We don't if need you want to. it, get it done. Do get it. Get it done. Do it. Don't wait two years. Do yeah, it. Don't wait two years. Don't kick the can. No. It's a waste of time. 
Let's go. I feel like starting another salon today. Let's go. Let's go start one I do somewhere. Not right now. I mean, let's. There's. I. No. I saw a really nice spot to lease, but. Two this miles this is what he does. This is what happens. <laughs> I pulled up LoopNet just to talk right. about it a little bit. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This looks great. Right. And I yeah. go, oh, the salon sounds cool. And then he's like, boop, boop, boop. Here's 10. <laughs> Which one? No, not quite, but yeah, kind of. We're kind of wired like that. Kinda, you should but, be too. Have yeah. a great day. Thank you for listening to the Salon Entrepreneur Podcast. We'll see y'all soon. Later. Go!